Hello, sippers. Get ready for the set podcast where we sip, eat, talk, the ultimate blend of flavors and conversations. I'm Gina, your host, culinary enthusiast, and spirited conversationalist. Each episode, we'll explore diverse topics, share laughs, and savor the moment with special guests. Sip on insights, eat up knowledge, and join the conversation. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and YouTube at Sip Eat Talk Podcast. Subscribe now for a journey that's as delicious as it is insightful. Let's sip, eat, and talk together. Cheers. Today in episode two, we have another installment of the Generational Sip, and we dive into the world of text culture. Natasha, Kennedy, and myself, we have great conversations behind the scenes after episodes and started to have a conversation about being single and dating and text culture and decided to come together again to finish our discussion. I know that you guys will enjoy this two-part episode today. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Set Podcast. I'm your host, Gina. If you are here with me, then you are part of what? The Sipper community. That's right. Whether you're drinking your favorite cocktail, mocktail, water, energy drink, coffee, or tea, you are a Sipper and we're glad to have you. The podcast can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcast and Amazon Music, as well as some other platforms. So be sure to subscribe and follow. Lately, I've had a taste for cucumbers and I've been eating cucumbers a lot more. So today, I am eating off for this episode some cucumbers. I like to sprinkle them with some everything bagel seasoning, another thing that I like. And I pair my cucumbers with the Machevri goat cheese, the fig and olive flavor. I found it in Whole Foods, but it's in a lot of different grocery stores getting my little nibble before we get started you know it's good when you start dancing i'll include a link in the description so let's get into what i'm sipping on for this episode it's the holiday season and i had some friends over and wanted to do a fun activity so i decided to infuse some tequilas i did three flavors so that we can have a tequila tasting i did blackberry basil cucumber mint lime and I did habanero citrus. You can find a link to how I diffused the tequilas uh, in the description. But what I did today for myself, I made a blackberry basil spiked iced tea. That's right. I took that blackberry basil infused tequila and mixed it with some iced tea. I also have put a link in the description for this ornament ball that I'm drinking out of today. It was a gift from a friend uh, for the holiday season. Shout out to Rodnisha. And whatever you're sipping on, join me in a toast to a great episode. Cheers. Let's get into part one of the gin sip. What's up, sippers? We are here with another segment of the Generational Sip, better known as the Gen Sip, where we connect the three generations for some good sips and some good chats. Welcome, my beautiful co-segment host, the lovely Natasha, representing the millennials. Say what's up, Natasha. Hello, everybody. And Miss Kennedy, representing those Gen Zers. What's up, Miss Kennedy? Hey. You know, I have to ask, what are you ladies sipping on today? What are you sipping on, Natasha? Coffee. Coming out finals. <laughs> you still sipping on your coffee? How about you, Kennedy? You know, Grigio, it's never too early. I know that's right. <laughs> they already know what I'm sipping on. So let's cheers up for another segment, ladies. Cheers. Cheers. All right. Let's get into it today. So we try to think about topics that are entertaining and amusing to us and how differently we can think sometimes. Well, we're learning that we can think on the same line sometimes. So today we want to talk about text culture. <laughs> and the first thing I want to address the text culture, because my friends talk about me so bad, are the memes. Let me tell you, 
I am obsessed. Love it, love it, love it. I love me a good meme. If I can have a whole conversation with you just based on memes, I would do it. I even had a friend that told me once that her and her husband were trying to reconnect, but they agreed for one day that they will only communicate through memes. She said it was the most hilarious thing. So talk to me, Natasha, my millennial. How are you feeling about memes, the giffies? How, you, how are you with those in text? I love a good meme. I do communicate sometimes through gifts, but like when people send me funny memes, one that are ones that are really funny, I love it. Like I'm such a jokester, so I live for a good meme. How about you, Kennedy? Like our generation, we don't really use the gifs and stuff like that too much anymore. Now we're kind of on a like TikTok sounds. So I'll say yeah. a TikTok sound and you'll they'll know exactly like what I'm talking about and what I'm trying to communicate. But if we do use a meme, it's anything Drewski. I don't know if y'all know who Drewski is. Drewski, yes. I actually know something. Can I please tell you what I don't know? I don't even know what you mean when you say a TikTok sound. I'm so lost right now. A TikTok sound? So what like, do you mean? When you're on TikTok, they use certain sounds like Yeah, to like put a emphasis on something. You can do that in tech. Okay. Like, in audio form so you pick you choose the visual of your choice and then you put the um the, the tiktok sound on top of it and it's meant to be like sarcastic or funny but they are great like when used like the right way hilarious see we have yeah. to learn because i yeah. did so, kennedy why do i always feel like when you say something you'd be like i feel like my generation i instantly want to be offended <laughs> they want to instantly <laughs> You owe people using memes and giffies cutting it out. We don't use that anymore. No, millennials, we use TikTok sounds too. Like we, that's, that's like, that is like a new hot thing. All right. So now I'm even scared to ask this now because (laughs) Natasha, you answer first. I'm putting Kennedy in timeout for a second. Are we still using, I don't even know what the proper name of it. And I feel like. Kennedy has me feeling insecure, like I'm going to feel old. I call it like acronym text language. What do you call like BRB or the little, you know, um, instead of saying the word out or saying the phrase out when you say, want to say be right back. What do we call that? I I, I was an educator too. So I I like to say acronyms, which is the proper name. I would (laughs) say um, like shorthand text. What would you call it, Kennedy? Just say it's like text slang. Just text slang. Okay. I actually wish we could go back and edit it because now I don't want to be on camera saying acronym. (laughs) Come on, take it back. We taking it back to school. Come on, acronym. Are we still using text slang? Me personally, I hate it. I especially hate it if I'm dating somebody. It drives me. Just say good morning. I don't want a GM. I I don't like it. How do y'all feel about text slang? I don't particularly like it. I think for some things like LOL or BRB, I think that's useful, but I think it's a preference thing. I think having a serious conversation or if it's something like professional, then don't use text slang. But like for simple things like, you know, on my way or BRB, LOL, I'm cool with that, but I am a language person. I'm a orator. I'm a writer. So I appreciate words. Talk to us, Kennedy. Like for me, it's like LOL just used every day it doesn't matter we would type laugh out loud why would you type that right definitely not using it in a professional manner if i'm dealing with a guy and i say gm you know i have an attitude that's not me really telling you good morning (laughs) really trying to be smart okay okay what you thinking about which also gets into emojis if i put a little cute little two little 
pink hearts, I'm being sarcastic because if I don't give you a red heart, that means I'm I'm being smart with you. Okay, teach, because you know that was the next one. We were going to move into emojis. You know that was my next <laughs> one. Okay, let's stay for here for a minute. Okay, break this down for me. So a red heart emoji, you're into it, but red, two pink heart hearts, we're good. Two pink hearts, I'm being sarcastic or I'm just being friendly. Who knows that? How would you know that? (laughs) For me. Red heart means something. Pink heart is friendly. Or I'm being smart. Pink heart is friendly. Okay. So emojis, I I feel like, and I'm very good, I use emojis. And I hate to say this because now I don't want everybody looking at my text that I send and judge me. But sometimes emojis can be like lazy text language for me. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know what to say. I, sometimes I think I use an emoji. Like if you said something, I'm naturally sarcastic. <laughs> sometimes I think about what I say or how I might come across and I just don't really have the words because I don't know if I'm responding right. Are you using emojis because you don't have the words or you just don't feel like it? I don't know. What, what's that? Literally text with emojis like <laughs> I can't see you. you say, <laughs> we have so many group chats but let's say with, with my childhood girlfriends if we're in a group chat today was a rough day y'all. Uh, it, and I might send some prayer hands and a smiley face. Like to go in addition to it, right? No, that's it. That's that's unacceptable. At least I think you're being authentic because I think text is so limited. There are only so many emotions. There are only in so many ways you can emote via text message. And sometimes when someone says something to you, there's really nothing to say. But I think sometimes a good emoji expresses the sentiment of how you. It's useful and well said. Sometimes. You ain't got the words. And I'd rather you be authentic with your prayer hands than to say something corny like, God's gonna uh, just, I guess. Right, that, that right there. Sometimes it feels like, is it forced? No, Kennedy, you're not it feeling is. it. You're I not feeling like, it, Kennedy. I feel like we strayed away from emojis other than laughing ones, like the regular, regular emojis, or if we're trying to make something cute with the heart or something. I feel like now to express ourselves, like I said, we rely on those TikToks. TikToks or a Drewski meme. We'll send something like that instead of using emojis as a form of expression, if that makes sense. That definitely makes sense. This is why I love having these conversations. It's good because you know I'm going to get off here and I'm going to text Kennedy and be like, okay, break down this TikTok thing now. Like what? Yeah, look, now, now I gotta send y'all some TikToks. That way y'all know the sounds I'm talking about. Popular sounds. You know the sounds. Okay, so y'all look for that on the Sip Eat Talk podcast IG page. <laughs> I love you girls. These chats are something I absolutely look forward to. Y'all always teach me something new. And I hope that our listeners out there learning something new just like all of us are. Definitely. I think even though we communicate differently, at the end of the day, we all just want a good laugh. That's all Agreed. that matters. Absolutely agreed. I can't wait to continue this conversation on the ever-evolving culture of texting, modern communication. I absolutely love it. So, oh, especially when we start talking about dating. <laughs> Continuing on with the Jensen, we thought this conversation was so good, we had to keep it going with the part two. So, you were with us as we talked about texting generally we laughed we shared some different things with each other and even discovered some things across the generations that we do differently but as 
a Generation X millennial and Gen Zer who are single, we are about to get into texting and dating. What is the first thing that comes to mind, Natasha? My, we're in modern times. It's a different way of dating. <laughs> modern times. What's the first thing you think when you hear texting and dating, Kennedy? The way that you communicate with one another. Because I like that's people. always been a thing for you, right? It's always yeah. been texting for you. And <laughs> has it always been texting for you? Natasha, when you were 16, 17, 18, did you have a cell phone? I had a cell phone, but it was much more talking back then. Much or more like, talking? What do you call it? AIM? Yeah, on the pad. I don't know. AIM is, AIM is like, that AOL? What is AIM? Remind uh, me what. I had dial up internet. It's a chat. My space years too. So yeah, lots of phone time. Well, let's start off with that. Let's say you meet someone out. Um, is it okay for them to contact you through text the first time opposed to calling you? Absolutely. That's the norm now, especially in the initial communication stages for sure. Tell me why. Because I think um, you're just getting to know each other. It's not as intense. Sometimes you can feel a person out via text. Sometimes a guy can be really cool. You're like, oh, I got to FaceTime him. I got to see him. Or he be, can be kind of a jerk and kind of dry and like lack communication skills. So you kind of determine like, do I want to talk to this guy? But I feel like you just kind of know quickly. But I think it's fine. Just just at the beginning. I would agree. I don't mind if someone was to text me if we mm -hmm. were to just me. I find that at this, at this age and because of my professional life i spent so much time on the phone i absolutely have no problem texting my family to be honest gets on because they tell you i'll write a dissertation or a book report <laughs> so i don't have a problem with that at all so how do you find a happy medium between i'm struggling now and i'm trying to do better with this in 2024 i've been telling anybody that will listen i'm going to be more intentional about this with regards to dating, how do you find a happy medium in being too available with regards to your responses? Because I, I grew up and I come from an age, you know, I didn't, I don't think I had my first cell phone, 1999, 2000, I'm like two years, years out of college. And so I am not in a space, I'm in a space, you left your house, somebody called you. If you weren't there, you didn't get the call, you didn't talk to them. And if they left a message on the answer machine, a lot of people I knew grew up didn't even have answer machines. You don't even know they call. You just got to wait. So they call back and hear it again. So I think coming from that, it's this urgency. I don't like that sense of urgency or that sense of entitlement that because I text you, I know you've seen it. I know you need to respond. No, I really don't have to. I can respond when I want to. So how do you find a balance? immediate need to do you feel do you take a certain approach like i don't want to do this too soon or is this just something that just naturally comes for you guys how about you kennedy i think i just respond if i see it i respond if i see it and i end up getting distracted it kind of is what it is just know i'm gonna get back to you for me i'm a bad texter so i i get back to you on a facetime call or a long regular call or whatever but I don't really get too much into the urgency. Like I know we have lives outside of our phones. So you busy as long as you text me back, but be consistent with what you do. Like if I'm somebody that you want to pursue, then obviously text me back. Like, don't be trying to act like I wanted you first or something like come on. <laughs> some type of consistency there. You know what I'm saying? So I got you. I don't get too much into that. And we know that you're not a great texter because you don't always text your auntie back when your auntie texts you. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. 
Uh-huh. How about you, Natasha? I agree with both of you ladies that sometimes we become beholden to like our phones and we feel like, oh, we have to answer. But I think in, like to preserve self-care, you don't have to answer right away. And I also think when it comes to dating, if you're the man and you're pursuing me, you are never going to be the center of my world um, immediately, right? You're not she, has spoken. she has spoken. I, my world is about me. So I, whatever I want to do and putting my needs first, that's what I'm going to do. So if I don't text you back um, right away, you're going to be okay. You know, if I like you, you're going to know, you know, because I feel like I don't have to be like fake mysterious where like, you know, some girls that get on the internet are like, when a guy texts you, wait five hours. I mean, girl, hey. I'm 36. Like, if I like you, I'm going to be, you're going to know I like you. I'm going to answer you back. Okay. So let's get into pet peeves when it comes to texting and dating. This guy I was actually talking to who I immediately cut off after two days. Um, <laughs> did you say two days? And did you put that immediately in there? Immediately. <laughs> immediately, no. Immediately, no. Immediately, no. To you, everything whatever happened between us. Because, you know, I know they're using this term called um, sassy man. sassy because he was not only being a jerk, but he was also supporting his text with a lot of eye roll gifts and like I can I, I could take a good gift like if you can use it the right way or like okay. you know if you're actually funny but I wanted to let him know like you are a jerk and you're not funny so it was a lot of these gifts and I was like absolutely you're not you're sassy you're say I get I get what the girls say when they say this he's a sassy man yeah <laughs> apocalypse right now like we're saying. in a what Kennedy in apocalypse, yes. what does that even help the for anyone who's yes. listening that may yes. not what do you mean by sassy um, you don't know how to regulate your emotions and sometimes it almost feels like you're talking to another woman he's just always cr- trying to clap back and snap back and have the um last word and he's real nitpicky dudes usually know how to keep their composure be respectful but it's like oh I feel like I'm talking to one of my girlfriends yeah okay. Kennedy, let me know what's a pet peeve of yours with regards to texting and dating. If you're like saying that you're busy, like I said, I'm a bad texter. Okay. So you let me know that you're busy, but then you're on Instagram, like liking pictures. I see you on Twitter, tweeting. Like you're not that busy. So what's going on? Now that's different if they say that you're busy, but that goes back to my inquiry about. The immediateness, like in the, I'm, I'm still in the space of just because you text me, does that mean I have to answer right then and there? Now that's different. You said if they tell you they're busy, I understand it. Cause they're saying they're busy. I don't have to respond to you immediately just because you text me and then we'll comment. If I put something on Instagram, Facebook, be like, why you respond to my text yet? I just hit you up. You ain't said, I'm like, wait, what? Like to me, it's kind of like the audacity in that. I, I do not like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, don't text under my picture, but I'm just saying like, if you tell me that you're busy, okay, cool. But you're on Twitter and you're doing this, you're doing that. Like, just say you don't want to talk right now. It's not that serious. Don't tell right. me you're busy. Then you want social media. Right. It's not that deep. My pet peeves are don't send me any sexually explicit photos of yourself. 
Um, I, I've experienced that before. And I think that's an, an immediate red flag because I feel like, you know, guys feel like, oh, I can get away with it. I'm going to go. It's really classless. <laughs> um, okay. I also hate when guys say, Sem or like, what do you have on right now? Let me Sh see. Let me see what you're wearing. Oh my God. Send me a pic of you. Did I you say, hear somebody in their 50s saying that to you? Somebody in their 50s saying that to you. It's oh, like, I'm like, you're not my husband. I'm in my private space. Why do I have to send you a real time photo of me in a bra and some shorts or send me a photo of you? You saw my picture or, like, or hit my gram. I do not want to talk about something serious via text. I, I absolutely don't want to talk about something serious through text that is a pet peeve, especially if you're upset and I don't know you're upset. So it's completely catching me off guard. And I'm going to tell y'all, I used to abuse that a lot. So that's definitely come with growth on my part. But if I feel like it's a cowardly way mm -hmm. to discuss something, especially if you're mad or upset, just pick up the phone and tell me you're mad or upset, but do not drop something very serious over text. And now I have to try to figure out because, you know, one or two words can totally change what mm -hmm. something is saying in text. And sometimes you end up in arguments because of one or two words that actually weren't even meant. Well, let's just not do that. Let's just talk about it. That's when I want to get away with it. What say ye? Let's start with you, Kennedy. I don't know. I feel like I'm the same way. I don't want to talk about anything serious through text, but at the same time, for me, I'm the type of person where I need to take a moment and think about what I'm going to say because okay. no, but you would drop it in text? Day, yeah, I would drop it in text. But at the end of the day, like, of course, like, we'll follow up through a FaceTime or in person and have that conversation and go through the emotions. But I just can't, like, if you ask me something on the spot, I can be feeling the type of way. But because it's kind of hard for me to verbally communicate my feelings okay. with certain things, I just need to internalize it first, write it down, and then I can actually communicate how I feel. The photos I have in my phone. I'm not about to just send you a photo of my, me and yeah. my socks and my glasses. Are you kidding? It's annoying. And I especially think in the early stages, like, it's too much. Just it's too much. much. So let's talk about times, ladies. If you just met someone, what's what's an inappropriate time to be texting you when should that stop be and if you do even know the person is there still an appropriate or inappropriate time um to be texting i don't know i'm a night owl so you texting me and i'm up at 1 a.m is not i'm not taking that any type of way now if you're on some crazy stuff talking about what you want what uh, you wearing <laughs> but you yeah. gotta <laughs> just, just don't even don't even okay. mind texting my phone with all that but okay okay i don't mind us like up chopping it up like at one in the morning three in the morning a kiki can like i have no problem with doing that but it just depends on what your intentions are and what you're actually talking about but is there really an expectation that somebody you're going to have a conversation at one in the morning is it am i being am, am i I mean, if tightly, like, like, is there really an expectation? And you know I have insomnia, so I'm up all the time. But I don't I want you to text me at 1 o'clock in the morning. I don't know. I feel like it's not that big of a deal with the texting if we continue in the conversation. Like, yeah, I just woke up. Da, 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 like, Okay. Okay. I agree with you in a sense of, like, you texting me to come over at 1 in the morning. Of course. Come on. What'd you say, Natasha? It's important to, when I'm first dating someone, to, like, set the tone. So I feel like 
if you're test texting me at two or three in the morning, whether it's like casual or something a little bit more spicy, I'm not going to answer you because for you to assume that I'm up at two or three in the morning, it's like, okay, you know, you can't just like text me whenever. I think it's more of like just a, I'm not saying, I don't think it's disrespectful, but I just like to set the tone of the relationship. Like you had all day to text me. Okay. But it, you know, chopped it up all during the day and even late at night, but like it's 2 a.m. So right. you're not expect a response from me, you know, and depending on my mood, I may reply, I may not, but I feel like to every rule, there's an exception. So if I if I meet I meet you and I'm dating you and I really like you and mm-hmm. we just really like each other, I will reply to your text. You know what I mean? Because we're taking we're we're on the phone having four or five hour conversations and it's just a vibe. Yeah. If we just play that night. I'll text you back because I like yeah. I like him. I him when he texts me. But in general, you know, I I think it's important as a woman to set the tone. I think it just depends on the seriousness of the person and if you really like them. If you mm-hmm. genuinely see a connection in just like how the conversation goes, like, like, I mean, hey, like, I don't take it in a negative connotation that you just think I'm a slut or something. Like, I'm not out too. And I just think sometimes, you know, sometimes a person's up and they're thinking about you. They just want to, you know, so I'm, I'm with you on that. Do you think it's easy to interpret through text if someone's interested or not interested? You don't For think sure. so, Kennedy? For sure. So, I'm with Natasha. I'm like, for sure. Why do you say no, Kennedy? I'm curious to hear this. That's why I'm a FaceTimer and a going on a date type person. Because mm-hmm. you can fill them out in person way more than you, you can fill them out over text. Mm-hmm. So, like, I can text something like, yeah, nah, I'm good. But that's a, that may, okay. you may interpret it as, oh, like, what's going on? Like, Oh, you good? good? Oh, you okay. good? Exactly. <laughs> right. The whole time, I'm like, you yeah, nah, it. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I feel like it's kind of hard to interpret what a person is actually trying to communicate to you through text, I think you just kind of have to go based on the vibes that you have with that person in person. So because I know you, I know when you text me such and such that it's not anything negative. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So yeah, some people are dry texters. I I agree. That's where the FaceTime part comes in. That Uh, Kennedy let me know that her her people don't really use emojis. Do that, but how do y'all feel about those type of things when dating? Uh, The memes, the emojis. Is it okay? Is it playful? Is it welcomed? Are you looking at them like they're corny? Um, I know I talk with a lot of emojis. I love a good TikTok reference too. It's always a new phrase every week. Um, I'm a jokester a part-time stand-up comedian myself so i feel like <laughs> i'm always joking i do have a bias for tiktok references like what does I, that feel like for you kennedy i think it makes the conversation fun like i love a good little tiktok reference and like the memes like the videos and stuff it makes it fun because now i know exactly what you're saying and how you're saying it okay even though i can probably connect it even though if you just say it in a text message but it really makes it fun. You're being funny. You're playful. And I'm that type of person. Like, I like to laugh. So you being playful with me over the phone, that doesn't make me think of you as a cornball. You're funny. Give me a taste of their personality. Too. Do you feel like it's a good time to move from texting when you meet somebody to now talking on the phone? I'm a talker. I don't like you. If I think you're kind of dry, I won't, like, you know, call. But I think I need absolutely need to connect with you via talking. And nothing can replace that. I'm happy to hear that. I feel the same way. I didn't know if it was an age thing, but I'm a conversationalist, as you all know. And so I want to know what that vibe is like. And also, I feel 
I like to give grace to people because everybody is not a writer. Everybody doesn't do the best with texting. And sometimes the way you text or the broken way you talk and text, it can be it, it can be not attractive sometimes. So I'd rather get on the phone with you to know what kind of talk you are because I don't want to judge you based on what those texts come through looking like and the misspellings or whatever it is. Yeah. I don't want to get too hung up on that because it's very easy to get hung uh-huh. up on that. Two hundred and fifty words, one period. <laughs> capital letters. It's all capital letters. So yeah. I, I like to get on that phone. I'm okay with, but I'm okay with texting. Like during the day, I'm a big texter. I I don't have a problem with texting. And then Natasha put me on to something outside of text, but voice message, voice messages. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with them because now you hear my voice, you know what I'm saying, you know, just how I'm saying it, but it's still in text. It's a good, happy medium. I love to talk. I think talking to someone is important because you get to feel their energy. And I think the voice texts are a good um, happy medium because you can get a sense of the person better through the voice and you you can feel their emotions you can be kind of silly and goofy right the mm-hmm. only thing I don't like about it with my friends who are I would say for the most part very not aware of it I think I only have one friend that I really do vo- voice memos with um, mm-hmm. it disappears if you don't you can keep listen that. to it amount of time so i'm talking to people and it's too long for me to kind of text and i'm in the middle of something and so i'll leave a voice message and then they'll hit me back like well why you ain't say nothing or what i'm like i did so now i have to do a habit of learning to keep it and hitting keep so that it stays so i can send it again but i don't feel like for the average one of my friends use it they're not into it at all but i really love it Right, ladies well there you have another discussion across the generations enjoying each other's point of views learning a little bit something along the way and so to all our sippers out there we hope that you've enjoyed that and learned something too until next time natasha and kennedy cheers cheers well sippers i hope you enjoyed today's episode text culture is something that is ever involving is here to stay and if you're like me we're going to keep learning i'm still going to look into those tiktoks Thank you for joining us. Thank you to our resident millennial and Gen Z, Natasha and Kennedy, for joining us today. Remember, links are in the description uh, for my YouTube video for how I infuse those tequilas. You can also find a link to the Machevri goat cheese as well as to my ornament ball that I was drinking out of today. Remember, life is too short for bad vibes and bad drinks. So keep sipping, keep chatting, and always remember, life is a journey, but it's better with a sip and a chip. Until next time, cheers. Thank you, Sippers, for joining the Set Podcast, where we sip, eat, talk. If you've enjoyed our flavorful conversations, don't miss out on future episodes. Subscribe now and follow us on Instagram at YouTube at Sip, Eat, Talk Podcast. Let's continue to sip, eat, and talk together. Until next time, cheers.